How do we start this? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Amateur Detective Club. Uh, my name is Tristan Miller, the Saucy Sleuth. My name is Melissa Maley, the Spy. And I'm Tyler Riley, a.k.a. Jennifer Lopez was snubbed by the Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It was a J-Lo blow on their uh, it part. Was. It was not cool. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash adcbod and browse the unmatched selections of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. That's audibletrial.com slash adcpod. Um, I'm listening to uh, Junkyard Planet by, I think, Adam Minter, which is all about the scrap and recycling industry. Oh. It's very interesting. Oh, boy. Um, um and then I have from my local library, but I'm sure it's available on Audible. Um, where do we go from here? The Bernie Sanders book about the election and post-election of 2016. Fascinating. And at one point, two things. He keeps calling Trump a phony, which I think is perfect <laughs> in so many ways. And number two, at one time he is talking about how many um, tweets, retweets and likes a tweet he got. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> This is why I think he represents my best interests, because the man understands that SEO. Anyway, today we're talking about uh, season three, episode two, technically, because one of them, the first episode is a TV movie that wasn't available in our region or through our service, so we were going to have to come back to that. Um, And so it's called How Does Your Garden Grow? It's season three, episode two of Agatha Christie's (laughs) Yes, uh, we kick off this episode, if I remember correctly. Poirot is at a barbershop or some sort of parlor. Sure. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So he's getting like all gussied up. and <laughs> I guess uh, he is. The man, Mr. Trumper, is I hardly getting... Hardly know her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're back. We haven't okay. recorded in like a month. And so yeah. I'm going full force into this nonsense. You got to. Uh, so Mr. Trumper is asking him to settle his account, and Poirot like kind of shoes him off and like, uh, Miss Lemon will take care of it. I have places to be. <laughs> and he's like, where are you going? He's like, I am going to be a pink rose. And the guy is like, bah? <laughs> he's like, is that a euphemism? Is that... <laughs> no, but in fact, there's a, what, garden society? Yeah. Yes, the Royal Horticulture Society. Great. Is... Honoring Poirot by naming a rose after him, which is the purest thing ever. A rose by any other name would not be, be allergenic. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. So that happens. And then we cut to the family of this woman. Is that right? I believe that we cut to um, some sort of like... Seemed to me like a like it's almost like a station, but it wasn't a station or like some like. It's an embassy. Okay, it's the Russian embassy. The waiting area in the Russian embassy, and two people are meeting. Yes, and then we cut to the family, and the Russian woman is the um, caretaker. Yeah, the caretaker of this d- d- woman, this very elderly woman, Miss Barabi. Yes. So glad that Tyler remembers people's names. Yeah, I know. I have no affinity for that. Thank well, you so much. The, uh, r- the Russian woman's name is Katrina. I did remember that. Yes. There you go. I got one. Katrina Grieger. No, oh, mm. 
Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, just showing me. Up. <laughs> that becomes important later. Uh, yes, I guess. Um, <laughs> I paid so close attention. No, I did. I watched. I like this one a lot. Um, uh, well, hmm, we'll, we'll talk about it. Later. We'll get to it. So. Yeah, so you see her taking care of the family, and mm-hmm. she has, well, the woman, um, and the woman has her, what, niece and nephew, or uh, a married niece couple? and her, yeah. Niece's her husband. husband, yeah. yeah. Um, sidebar, I have a note of this exact actor's name. Um, he is on a very good show called My Hero, which is about a superhero trying to, like, live a double life. It's, um... It's a sitcom. It's very good. I grew up watching it. Um, it's really hard to find, but it's from the BBC. His name is Tim Whitlin, and he's a very funny actor in that. He's very he plays kind of a similar character to here of like a bumbling um, husband. He's oh. very funny. He's very funny. Um, also, that first opening shot with the embassy there's a ticket that has wtf on oh, it oh yes i remember and that. i thought that was very funny that was i was great. like lock the gates um <laughs> oh and when uh but yeah uh, i'll get to another thing sorry it was very yeah yeah anyway um, it was it was uh that ticket i i noticed that too um and the the husband is a drunk and he's sitting there he has weed a bottle of weed killer that is full of whiskey. It's actually, it really looks like a bottle of bourbon. Like, yeah. it's shaped <laughs> like bourbon bottles that I've seen. He wrote weed killer <laughs> on it and Sharpie or whatever the equivalent is. It's such a bizarre thing. Because if you saw your significant other drinking out of a thing that said weed killer, like, wouldn't you? I mean, I mean he's trying why to sneak you? it, I guess. But he like, is being, like, sneaky. Like, he's often, like, this, like, kind of shaded area like yeah he's, like it's he's not in like quite a, a shed yeah but like it's kind of like a shed with a porch and he's like on the porch like kind of sneaking yeah porch uh, shed yeah yeah but the fact that he disguised it as weed killer it instead of like silly. i don't know uh cream soda <laughs> yeah <laughs> something else edible because yeah. weed killer because is... if you just saw like for example if you just saw someone drinking out of a bleach bottle you'd be like hey are you okay right exactly <laughs> What's good, dog? Because at some point, I think the either the aunt or the uh, young lady, or young lady, the um, her the Katrina. niece. No, no, no. Um, oh, sorry, um, uh, the niece of the older woman, the uh, the wife. That, yeah. That's the word. The <laughs> wife. Mi esposa. Mi esposa. Mi esposa. Something off mic. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So if you just saw your significant, if the wife had noticed him drinking, <laughs> she was saying something about, oh, well, he has this this one big problem, and it shows him like sitting with this bottle of weed killer. It's that he's suicidal. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was the most bizarre thing. Weakness of character. Yeah. Um, but then we go to the because she the old the old lady what's her name Miss Barraby Miss Barraby right wants to go to the garden party where is at yes they show uh, her receiving her uh, daily tea and medicine mm-hmm. given to her by her caretaker and on the table is the uh, Royal Horticulture Oops. Society's oh. Oh. You know what that sound means? It's Agatha Christie's Bobble Booey time. So we go around <laughs> and share our favorite bit of Agatha Christie trivia. Okay, I like that she wrote so many books. That's my favorite. I like that she disappeared for many days and still no one knows why. 
I like that she's a little bit racist and not afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different beeping. Okay. More beeping. Okay. Uh, that was that very good. Ends the round. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? Excellent. Yes, and congratulations. Um... But uh, not only that, she's seeing a doctor, and he's prescribing something new for her indigestion, yeah. mm-hmm. which is, we'll find out later, doubly important. Yes. Yes. Um, but that's where she also sees that uh, Poirot, because Poirot is on the cover of this uh, latest edition of, of W the, Magazine. Uh, Royal Historic <laughs> Horticulture Society's magazine. Yes. Uh, periodical, as um, one might assume. It comes out never. Um so- <laughs> obviously, Harry Mount, she has it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. <laughs> uh, which is what they called me in high school. So, uh, where we go? <laughs> so, we Aww. go. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to be uh, just have an IQ of five and be dummy oh. thick. That's my ideal form. So anyway, <laughs> we go to the the rose garden or whatever, and he's um, accepting. Uh, he's giving a speech and this made me think about something very specific and it's extras in crowd sequences where they're like clap for the character it feels I've been kind of adjacent to that stuff and I've had to do it Um, I was on the deuce and someone we needed to applaud someone and it's so condescending it just feels so weird because you're like okay applaud for this and then there's this metatextual thing of like they're a proper actor and you're not and it's very disheartening and i could just my heart went out (laughs) to these poor extras from the bbc oh my goodness i had i was an extra in a show where we were i guess college kids Mm. that were going to uh like a a convention where we were um testing entertainers this Mm. was on crashing um and it's aired Mm. a long time ago like years ago whatever um and yeah we had to laugh for comedians oh that's terrible it was awful and i was pretty close to the camera so (laughs) (laughs) can i tell you um there's a fun story with gary goleman who's in the joker movie um and he was doing like actual material from his stand-up and it was working well and like the crowd was responding and then there was this one part he's like this one person's like laughing at the wrong time he's really throwing me off and i'm gonna like have to talk to the director and it was joaquin and he's like he did not put together like oh oh i see that's the point of this scene isn't it yeah oh i do remember that there was one comedian who's a woman from SNL who came in and actually did a very funny bit that was mm-hmm. really wonderful. But there was also, they had someone who was kind of purposely terrible mm. that we were all supposed to love. Ah, yeah. And, uh, oh, well, felt, you're an actress. It, do your acting. Yeah, it was, that might have been the hardest acting I've ever had to do. <laughs> Dumb <laughs> jokes. <laughs> For real. Uh, over and over and over uh, again because film. Terrible. Anyway... Um, but yeah, my heart went out to those extras, but, um, then he, Jap and, uh, Hastings are with him and Hastings has a terrible hair, hay fever, hair fever. (laughs) Yeah. He's sneezing it up and you eventually, I mean, you originally sneezing up good. good. (laughs) You think that it's probably because of all the flowers because there's a lot of flowers around and he's very confused though because he's not used to... This doesn't happen to him typically. Yeah. 
So he's not a he's not a coward and a wuss, <laughs> allergy wise. Like me. Yeah, and me. Yeah. Okay, Claritin every day, folks. <laughs> Maybe that's why my eye is watering right now because mm. I didn't take a Claritin yesterday. Ooh. Oh. Ugh. Or this morning. Oh gosh. Do you want one? I got like six in the back. That'd be great. Okay. Today's well, episode is brought to you by Claritin. <laughs> the Claritin Clear. Claritin. <laughs> hey, Claritin, pay us. <laughs> Thanks. Or just give us free Claritin. It's like I, either way. <laughs> every anyway, time. <laughs> every time I go home to Minnesota, I will buy so much of the Walmart brand Claritin because it's like five dollars for oh, sixty yeah. pills. Whereas, like, here, it's, like, $25 for two pills, <laughs> and it's terrible. That is, that's my recommendation. Also, buy from Walmart.com. It's cheaper there, too, and they still ship to New York. Uh, I regret putting us on a further tangent away from this episode, but I really don't understand why, you know, our typical run-of-the-mill drug dealers in New York have not cornered the market on... <laughs> Allergy medication and the like. I feel like this really get to a place where, like, you could really make some serious money. Well, what is the stuff hey, that? Buddy, hey, do you want some Nyquil? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah. the prices are getting ridiculous. And yeah. Like, yeah, if, I would buy it if I was so inclined and felt like, what? Well, no, I, I would be a bad drug dealer. <laughs> but like, I feel like stop. Why? Why would you be a bad drug dealer? Because, like, I'm not, like, I'm not that slick. Okay. Like, like I would get caught. You get nervous about it? Yeah, I would get nervous. Like, I was in Denver and was still too nervous to go into a dispensary. Hmm. It's oh. completely illegal there, but, like, I, like, got to the door and it was like, oh, no, people are out. And I, like, stayed away. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> like an idiot. That's sweet. <laughs> walk it can everyone please leave i feel great shame about what i'm about to do go in walk up to the register like are you a cop you have to tell me if you're a cop it's like yeah i'm a cop i'm also buying my weed here because yeah. it's legal uh, i don't want a high cop though everyone in here take off your shirt i need to see who's wearing a lot hey a cop could go home and smoke some pot on their no, no, off hours. No, no, I don't want a high yeah. cop on the job. No. Is what I'm saying. I don't want any crack no. cops. You know what I'm saying? New no. from NBC. Crack cops. Oh, God. Um, did you see South Dakota's like official anti-drug No, why would I have ever <laughs> seen that? Because <laughs> you're both on Twitter. Oh, okay. So, uh, it was, their slogan is crack. We're on it. Like, as if we're, like, on the case, but... Wording! Yeah, but no one told them. I was like, how did this get to a billboard? Yeah, how did that not get edited? (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Uh, As someone who was raised in South Dakota, yup. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So they all have, um, so Jap and Hastings are there, and then, um, so is the family, and a Poirot bumps into this, um, to Mrs. Merrillby. Well, Mrs. Merrillby bumps into him. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, quite literally as well, because she's in a wheelchair. And, like, and she tells quite possibly, like, the weirdest sequence I have ever seen yeah, in television. Yeah. 
Because she sees him. Uh, Katrina is pushing uh, her wheelchair mm-hmm. to help her get around. She He's sees like, Poirot and then, like, looks so, like... I've never seen someone, like, over-exaggerate being befuddled before. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, so she, like, collects herself for, like, literally half a second. Gets Katrina, like, to go get her a glass of water. Yes. Then proceeds to going back to overacting. Like, starts grabbing packets of seeds from a shelf like a maniac. <laughs> As a maniac, yes. <laughs> We've all been in a, in a grocer and we're like, no, 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 I can, I can plant a garden this spring. And then those seeds sit around for three years and then eventually you get them and then they don't grow. <laughs> That's never happened to me. That has happened so... to me. <laughs> yes, the optimism of gardening... <laughs> Uh, some of the things grew, but anyway. Um, so she's grabbing the seeds. Paro starts walking towards her. She, like, rams him with her wheelchair. Drops all the seed packets. He's like, ooh! Paro, like a gentleman, <laughs> starts to go pick them up. And she's like, no, 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 let me. And it's like, you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, like, really? <laughs> Oh, so strange. Oh, bad. Like, at so several bizarre. times, uh, the the husband does refer to... No, I think it's... Is it Jab refers to her as an old baddie woman? And I'm like, she, yes. she kind of is. Or it's like the stereotype of it. It's very interesting. Uh, but she hands um, a seed packet that has um, uh, Catherine the Great roses. roses. And yes. he's like, okay. And she's like, it's me. Um, Amelia better be. And he's like, okay. And she like says it again and like <laughs> leans and is like, uh-huh. And he's like, good to meet you. <laughs> no, but he's always very good. Even when he's confused about something like that, he's always good about making people feel important, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he, that's kind of a, it feels like that's his assumption it's like okay you're clearly you think you're high society or something or I think he always is on the case a little bit yeah. it's like maybe there's something more to this mm-hmm. I think that's what it is but anyway they have this weird interaction then Katrina comes back and then well we see we the audience see that Mrs. Beverby sees that uh, Katrina has a glass of water but sees him talking to a gentleman mm-hmm. in the distance. Mm-hmm. And that's when she slips the packet to Poirot, mm-hmm. or more forcefully makes him take this packet of seeds. Yeah, because he's like, I don't want this. Actually, and she's like, mm. and she she's... plants the seeds on Poirot. Yep. She, Boom, done it. She physically <laughs> puts it in his lapel yeah. uh, pocket, yep. which is very intimate. I, it, I actually did think about how intrusive that was. Can I tell you, um, they also hand uh, Poirot a, um, I was going to say a copy of his flower, <laughs> like a, a, a um, specimen of his flower that, you know, the Hercule Poirot oh, yes, rose. Yes, yes, yes. And he puts it in that little vase that was previously empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a very nice touch. And he wears it throughout the episode. It's yeah. very lovely. Ah, I didn't bring your Christmas presents. Oh, I- so... <laughs> <laughs> I still have not ordered your Christmas presents because like, I've been broke. I didn't broke. bring yours either. I was like, oh, I gave mine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler made these very lovely um, ornaments 
custom-made silver bell ornaments, and they say little gray bells, and then have our, our code names on it. Do you have you have one to match, I assume? No, I didn't get one for myself. You oh. should get one for What are you doing? Was, now you have to get a bell. Gift. You have to get a bell that says Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> this is not by the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe my heart always knew that that was the case. So I, I had to wait yeah. for validation. Did I tell you my friend John Marcos in Hustlers? No. Yeah, he's a uh, oh, guy okay. with glasses that goes out. Oh, no, I can't go home with you, Jennifer Lopez. I I know exactly that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my friend John Marco. Oh my god. He did a very funny tweet of like, ah, okay, so I didn't get nominated by the Academy this year, and it really hurts my feelings. But <laughs> that's great. Um, but, but if you have not seen Hustlers, go see Hustlers. Okay. Uptown's got its Hustlers. It is also it's on uh, video on demand as well. Like mm. I I bought it on Prime. Mm. Oh okay. So it is available uh, for home viewing. Mm. And Great. it is in select theaters still. Mm. Nice. Um, so then Katrina comes back with some water and um, the she's acting more befuddled. And then they kind of, yeah, she's like, the, I want to go home. Didn't she have an yeah. interaction? Well, uh, sorry, didn't Katrina have an interaction with like her man friend? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they passed like some, like either money or an exchange of goods had happened. Which is kind of unclear as to how that pays off later to me, but we'll we'll proceed. Yeah. She's acting shady. Yes, mm-hmm. it seems. Um, and then oh no, it, it makes sense. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, and then Poirot and Hastings and Jap are all having a a cup of a cup of a cup of tea. Yeah, and a snack, and they're all going. Why did this weird old lady give you this? seed packet because what happens is Hastings hay fever is acting up and he asks Poirot for a handkerchief because his is wet which is disgusting but also perfect you should all everyone should use a hanky try to reduce your carbon footprint definitely I carry a towel with me so I don't have to use paper towels anymore no you sneeze in the air and you infect the world (laughs) Darwinism oh boy (laughs) survival of the fittest (laughs) Getting brutal here. Uh, so, so, so Hastings Hastings needs a handkerchief, and Poirot goes to his lapel pocket and pulls out a hanky, and out fall the fall the seed packet. Mm-hmm. And can I tell you? Because of course, this becomes the seed packet becomes important later, and I thought that there might have been something in the seed packet that Hastings accidentally blew his nose into. This That's entered my brain. Funny. That's very funny. Yeah. So, so yeah, they they then inspect the seed packet and find out there's no seeds in it, yeah. and it's just an empty packet. It's very funny. Chap has a great line. He's like, I don't think you're going to get a good um, a good flowering out of this. He's like, why? Isn't it a good rose? And he's like, no, there's no seeds in it. <laughs> <laughs> Which further baffles Poirot, like... All right. It's not even a gift. What gives? Not her. (laughs) Nothing gives. So so she had also said to Poirot that he should come over and hang out the following day. Yes. To chat. Yes. In those exact words, obviously. You up, Poirot? (laughs) Hey, Pete, you up? So... Hastings, I do believe this old woman wants to bone me. I don't <laughs> oh, <God>. understand. <laughs> Note to my Reddit. 
She wants to make wants to make love to the great Erkipacher. <laughs> anyway, so um, they go to the Poirot goes to his office, and on there there's a letter, and the letter is from Miss Amelia Burnaby. And by from Miss Amelia Burnaby. <laughs> Yes. So, and it says, please help. I think someone's going to murder me, essentially. Basically. Uh, yeah, but, like... Very long-winded. I, long-winded and, like, the most vague thing oh, yeah. I have ever heard oh, yeah. in my life. She's like, I have suspicions. Yes, the implications are there, but, it's, like, about the it's so vague. Yeah. yeah, it's real vague. So, we also, uh, as a little side plot, yeah. have... Miss Lemon and Hastings going back and forth about this bill from Mr. Trumper. E. And Miss Lemon's like, don't deal with it. Let me figure it out. And Hastings is like, but he's he's keeps coming and I just want to pay him. And Miss Lemon's like, don't you dare. Don't do it. Anyway, yep. That's just the sidebar. Because uh, because Hastings is sick with a, a fever. Um he stays home and Miss Lemon goes with Poirot, which is a nice thing that they did. Yeah, it's great. Specifically for Polly. <laughs> like, they're like, great. Yeah. Now she has an actual part. And she's so good. Yeah, she's very fun. So they go to Miss Barabi's house. Beautiful garden. Yeah. Huge garden. Uh, uh no. 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 It's not no. a beautiful garden? I, no, it, it's nice, but no. But okay. even more than that, uh, we have a scene prior to Poirot and Richard Lemon, prior to Poirot. Okay, uh, going to the house where we see Katrina give Mrs. Barraby her medication. Right, uh, this, is, this is actually important. Um, Denise is out in the garden working on her. Half-assed. <laughs> um, I forget what that portion of the garden is. Edging the garden? Not edging. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're not going to talk about edging here. Okay. I'm not going to talk about edging. And, like, edging is more like just, like, making sure, like, the... Um, yeah, the garden does not overgrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Preventing. Like all... And she's right. using um, shells. Yeah. Or using... shells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that moment... Line... It's not like it... Box, for lack of a better term. She's yeah, like boxing it in. Yeah. Um, can I tell you, there's that moment in le- that song, you know, Potato, Tomato, Let's Call the Whole Thing Off, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. What's that song called? The actual title? But I there's don't this remember. moment. It's by George Gershwin, though. But yeah. there's this moment where <laughs> one of the lines is. You say oysters, and I say oysters. Yeah. No one says oysters. Maybe from Maine. I don't know. What is that? Who says oysters? Please tweet at me, at Tristan J. Miller 1, for this oyster mystery to be solved. Yeah, no, it does. It's very strange. This oystery, if you will. Mm. Ira Gershwin, <laughs> what were you thinking? What was his first name? Ira. Ira. The lyricist is Ira. George and is the music. Okay. So... <laughs> The niece is out in the garden doing whatever. Uh, Mrs. Barraby takes her medication, and very swiftly you get the sense that something is not right here. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, She's she is up. succumbing to the slowest death <laughs> imaginable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. so awkward and 
really kind of it's hard to watch. Um, like, there's like a period where I was like, maybe she's gonna live. Maybe they're gonna get yeah, to a yeah, doctor yeah. in time because she's no. taking so long. Right? Yeah, I thought that too. Um, but and, no. And but then, she can't find her bell. She's like knocking things over. Katrina rushes back into the room. Denise hears a commotion from outside. Comes in. Those two women start arguing. The husband hears it. They yell at the husband to get the doctor. And he says, what? And yeah. then she's like, the doctor, you idiot. And he's <laughs> yes. like, oh. <laughs> it's very funny. Beautiful comedic performance here. Yeah. Um, and then. And then they, we, Poirot. And Miss Lemon come roll over. Roll up the next day. And he's like, what a beautiful garden. He's like, it reminds me of the nursery rhyme. Because he finds the bell that she uses. Which silver is silver. Silver bell. Mm-hmm. Silver bell. Um, and then cockle shells, but it's really oyster shells or whatever. Oyster shells. Oyster shells, yeah. Um, and the woman's... What is a cockle? It's a, like, kind of Cockles mollusk thing. alive, alive It's It's a shellfish. There's a shellfish? Yeah. You know, like a little shellfish? You know, shelf, shelf-focused? It's a good joke, Tristan. <laughs> oh, it's... it's uh... I'm showing uh, these these shells. Oh, those these yeah, shells, these like, shells on these leaves. Yeah. Shorts. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um. So anyway, they show up, and the maid is like, "Oh, don't you hear? She's she's died, isn't it? <laughs> she's gone and died. Very sad moment." And then they go and they talk to the niece, and they're like, "What happened?" And they're like this, and then um, they have a very interesting altercation with Katrina. And he walks in. Katrina comes in talking about the... Asking if Poirot's a lawyer. Yeah. And he's like, no. And she's like, well, yeah. She wrote it and like... this. I'm not saying this perfectly. But she wrote it and that's all there is to it. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Like, she's very... Yeah, because Poirot does something very smart when he said, well, why do you think I would be a lawyer rather than just saying no Mm -hmm. so that he can hear what she has to say Mm -hmm. to a lawyer? Like, why did that? Why was that the automatic assumption? Mm -hmm. And basically they interview the husband and wife and they're like, I bet it's that dirty Russian that did it. And that's kind of the whole point of the conversation. (laughs) And Poirot in this scene uh, also speaks that about the fact that Miss Burby wrote a letter, and they start yeah. to inquire as to you know what was what the letter pertained to, and he will not let them know. No, yeah. he does not no. clue them in. And not it, at all. It's because uh, when they first arrived onto the property, something catches Poirot's eye. And automatically makes him suspicious and makes him think that there's something more to the story than he already previously had thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in a cab and the cab goes, where to, mister? And he's like, and it's clearly Jap, which is yeah. very fun. Because it's fun hearing that actor do <laughs> a silly voice. Uh, and then they're like already on the case and now Jap and is involved. Yeah. So they do so find. They saw that uh, Hastings, uh, not Hastings, uh, Jap's men were already in place, yeah. and that's what Poirot saw when he yeah. pulled up. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, they do find out. They go to like the medical examiner, basically the coroner. Yeah, yeah, the coroner, and they do find out that it was indeed strychnine poisoning, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. And they're trying to figure out where it came from. They all. 
Miss Lemon talks to the cook. They all eat the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't in the coffee because she would notice it right away for right. that amount of strychnine. Apparently, strychnine is very bitter. pungent. Yeah, it, very you'll bitter. notice. You'll notice. So, uh, and then they go somewhere else, and I forget where is it. Is it a back to the office? Yeah, they go back to the office. Um, Jap's there too. Okay. Um, and then Miss <laughs> Lemon confronts Hastings because he's paid the bill. Um, no, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Oh. They do find out, however, that Katrina has like pieced out. Yeah, she's no gone. one can find her. She's. Yes. Oh right, and because they go to the embassy. Yeah, yes. they go to the embassy, and Poirot is like, "What is the opiate of the masses?" And the the Russian embassy worker gives the wrong answer. No. I mean, yeah, yes, that, that happens. That happens. <laughs> but we're, miss, we're missing a bit beforehand. Yes. I don't recall exactly where they went, but we do find out, yes, that she is gone because if we go back to the house. Yeah. And we see Jap admonishing his men. <laughs> oh, right. Because she had escaped. Yes. And so they go to find it and they go to the embassy because they're like, okay, you got to track her down. She must have a record. And there's like, there's no one by that name here. Stalin does not have bad records, which is very interesting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he's like, what is the opioid of the masses? Because also throughout this entire thing in the house, there's a bunch of Catholic um, iconography and she clearly has like a little shrine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he gives a wrong answer. I can't remember what he says, but he, he goes. He to, says uh, popular fiction. Yeah, which is a funny jab. Yeah. Um, at <laughs> religion, it's like that, that'll show him. Um, but Poirot has uh, has a jab. Um, look around for a Russian church. And he goes there and he interviews Katrina, who is hiding out there. And um, then Katrina volunteers herself to be put into custody at the end of it. Because we, uh, it's also revealed in that interview that she was former Russian aristocracy. Yes. Yeah, Poirot says something to her about, it must be difficult for you to work for people when you used to have people working for you. And she gets kind of... Defensive. Defensive, like, oh, I'm not afraid of hard work. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, cool. That, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so she's she... in custody. And then Poirot goes back to the now office. Back to the now we're back to the office. Now we have the moment the, between Hastings and Miss Yeah, Lemon. the uh, eureka moment. Right. Um, so um, Hastings has apparently paid Mr. Trumper. And Miss Lemon comes in. So I know that name is so bad. I know. <laughs> oh, so what many. a terrible name. <sighs> uh, but okay, Miss Lemon is... They're the only ones that know a Trumper. Okay. Sounds like the English version of farter. Like, what are you talking... Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Naming yourselves that. Yep. <laughs> but Miss Lemon comes in furious... She's livid, positively. Livid at Hastings. And she says, essentially, you can't do this. You can't pay them in cash because next time they won't think that the checks are going to be good. Yes. And Poirot's like... They'll never forget your face. Right. And then Poirot goes, but of course. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mon Dieu. Mountain Dieu. (laughs) Um. And so he does the Poirot thing where... 
he's like, all right, come on, let's go. And everyone's like, what the, what just happened? I yeah, don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And, and they go to um, a fishmonger. Mm-hmm. They want to go speak to a fishmonger. And they go speak to a fishmonger. Then they go back to the home and he interviews his, uh, the husband and wife. Out in the garden. In the garden. And I think we should take a break. Yeah. Here. Hey everybody, it's Tristan, the Saucy Sleuth, here to remind you that we're on the Scavengers Network. They have a great many things available, including merchandise from their podcast and various podcasts on it, along with other content. The one that's recently catching my eye, and I'm going to look through this, is the Podcast Outreach Program, or POP. Um, it's basically a master class that they give out to local high schools as well as panels and at conventions to try and um, practice the art of podcasting and figuring out how to do it yourself. Um, you can also check out Historical Hotties, which is one of my favorites because I've been on it, as has Melissa. There's also State Your Case and I Don't Know Radio. Um, here at Scavengers Network, there's a little bit of everything for a little bit of everyone. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash adcpod. We have exclusive bonus clips. They're available for you at like the $1 level. And we're also going to start in this new year really cranking out bonus episodes. We're trying to work on a commentary for a movie and stuff like that. And it, it should be a grand old time. Um, and it's it's worth it, I think. You get a lot of, you got a lot of bonus content. You also get access to the episodes um early when available which is often um so please go check us out there once again the audible trial code is audibletrial.com slash adc pod you can follow us on twitter facebook and instagram also at adc pod all right that's enough from me for now here's more of me but also the other two thank you for listening it's appreciated And we're back. Oh boy. Man, I was competent in speaking in that last ad break. Gosh, it was the best ad break you've ever done. Yeah. Uh, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm going to purposely... Make it terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even going to be me. I'm going to get a friend to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that'd be very funny. Uh, but yeah, so they're sitting in the garden. Um, it's, parlor, it's a garden reveal rather than a parlor reveal. Um, and, uh, basically, yes, Tyler? It should also, maybe we did mention this, and I kind of blacked out for a moment, which is possible. As you were once to do, you are drunk. I, well, <laughs> it's like not even noon, so of course. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's Katrina, noon somewhere. <laughs> Katrina gets everything in the will. Oh, oh yeah. yes, that's very important. <laughs> <laughs> My house, my rules, my coffee. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that should be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes it very obvious that, like, clearly she's the one that killed her because she was the last person to touch the medicine. Yeah. And she gets everything in the will. And that's why she says what she says to Poirot mm-hmm. when he's basically like, "You, you two did it," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And it's like, "You." hated her you knew and that um the money. money because they, they were, were playing with stocks mm-hmm. 
which the doctor mentions. Um, that's the where they go that yes. we couldn't remember. They go speak the doctor. Right. And the doctor said, no more monkeys jump in on the bed. And so the doctor was like, oh my God. what, 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 what? Okay. We also forgot about the ponies. Oh, my God. Who gives a sh**? It was the weirdest thing. The solicitor that tells us about the will. Yes, yes, yes. There's this weird scene with a pony and it's... (laughs) So he's like judging a horse contest. And he says, so I can't tell you what I know, but look at these two older ponies that everyone knows and is familiar with. And look at this brand new pony. That's a foreigner. Yeah. (laughs) Not from around here. Yeah. Oh, the subtlety. (laughs) But it's such a good pony. And you know what? It's going to win. The new pony is going to win. The new (laughs) pony takes the prize. And then looks meaningfully at Poirot like, "Uh, Uh, uh." Poirot's like, I completely understand. (laughs) Which is quite good and quite smart yeah. because he cannot Legally, you know yeah. yeah so that's his way of like letting him know without breaking confidence mm-hmm. so they lost a lot of money in the stocks which is why they're completely reliant on their um on this aunt. yeah on the aunt and then um and then they uh, find out that the caretaker the, is going to be everything. the inheritor yeah so and they get so mad <laughs> so mad they conspire to kill the ant and make it look like it's not valid and that kind of thing because there's that rule as we learned in knives out that if you are suspected of murdering the person that gives you the stuff you no longer have the stuff was that not a known thing no what it is like yeah yeah so that is the law i'm assuming they're probably and they're like whoa and they're like no and he's like you got a bunch of oysters that your aunt loves, and you put the strychnine in that, and she was gobbling them down so quick because the um the woman admits it because her husband's like, "Well, he got us," and she's like, "You fucking idiot!" Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Fine, I did it. I put it in the oysters," and then she <laughs> attempts to run away. It's so funny <laughs> because she's like a you know. Oh, I wanted to mention this. She pronounces. Uh, Poirot's name Poirot twice. Once when she's trying to endear herself to him. Right. And then the second time when he she's being quite rude to him. And she's like Mr. Poirot. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, but she tries to run away and she has a wrist around and then she goes to the shed and tries to drink the weed killer. The weed killer. And there's this beautiful moment she's like whiskey and he's just like Sorry, dear. <laughs> and it was very. I like how he had to apologize for not letting her kill herself. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is quite a comical moment. But like, also, she's like, now, now I'm gonna be hanged. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have this public hanging instead of like being able to go out on my own terms. All right. It's so um, dramatic hanging. So then we're back to the office. Yeah. And. And. and Hastings still can't figure out why he had the hay fever. It went away for a little bit. Yeah. And then it comes back. And then... Everyone's in the office. And so they start sniffing. They start, like... Yeah, trying to figure out. It's like, wait. Wait, hold on. Oh, no, it's back now. Oh, what what could be near me? And 
we of course go to the flowers. No, it's not the flowers. And then we figure out we uh, he starts sniffing Poirot. And <laughs> have you tried this new drug, man? <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out Poirot has been wearing a cologne. In that, quotes. That uh, that Hastings is very allergic to. Yep. It's very funny. And he gets very angry. And he's like, everybody out. Yeah. Outs! I am a man! I completely understand that feeling when you've done something that you think is innocuous and it's harming people. Yeah. And it, like, it's... Yeah. Like, it makes me mad. It does. <laughs> There's nothing worse than accidentally hurting someone. Yeah. Other than trying to hurt someone and it's not. Yeah. Right, but No, like, that's not true. And then people... <laughs> <laughs> but you did almost hit me with a car so you know you missed uh, you missed because then people come over to you and they're like oh you can't do that normal thing that you were just doing that was harmless and you're like no screw you mm-hmm. well fine why don't you eat my whole ass <laughs> yeah basically alright so let's get into the ratings yeah okay um I quite like this one I'd give it a like a three and a half or four out of five like, it's fun. I like, there's a lot of comedic moments. The The core cast has really glommed together and has been quite good. Um, seeing Miss Lemon as much as we did is a nice, refreshing breath of fresh air. Um, uh, oh, right. And the the man that the Russian woman kept meeting with is, like, her boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's lovely. And that I literally, like, oh, I was emotionally moved by. I thought that was quite sweet. Yeah. And I liked that a lot. I liked it. Good yeah. episode. Uh, I would also give it about a three and a half. Um, I liked it. I was very concerned all the way up until the end that it was just going to be Katrina. And huh. I don't know why. Because it was one of those, it was so obvious that was, if that had been the solution, it would have been a bad episode. Yeah. And it was also introduced in like act two. And so like, I felt that same way about Knives Out of like, Okay, this is an act two. It can't possibly be this. Right. But, yeah, Which so is, it was a... I don't... But I don't know why I I thought that maybe it was going to go there. Because yeah. I feel like it just waited for such a long period yeah. of time. And there weren't, like, a lot of red herrings. Well, I mean, a, there was a big red herring, but not... A red oyster. Right. <laughs> yeah, there weren't a lot of, like, twists and turns along the way. It was just kind of a straight line. Again, Russia was a red herring. That's right. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so so yeah um but ultimately in the end it did turn out to be someone else and um we got that funny that wonderful funny ending which was a delight i suspected the doctor for a very long time as oh well. i thought that would have been very interesting and very fun but alas and alack yeah tyler i give it four and a half out of five great. i really had a great great time with this it reminded me uh it just gave yeah. me feels of uh, Midsummer Murders, which is like mm-hmm. my favorite, favorite of all time detective series. Mm. And I really hopefully we hope we start to cover it at some point down the line. Uh, so it gave me like feels of that, and I haven't watched that in quite some time. So it was like, oh, this is charming, mm-hmm. this is fun, but also still like with an undertone of darkness. We so should, I enjoyed it. We should um, each pick our favorite. I mean, we already did Murder She Wrote for you. Yeah, we did that one episode. Um, yeah. Done forever. Yeah. Well, no, we should pick, like, one of our favorites, murder, like, procedural or whatever mystery and do, like, an off episode about yeah. that one, like, with Midsummer. And I think, for me, it would probably be Death in Paradise. I really like that one. Okay. So, also, anyway, yeah. Okay. yeah. But good. I'm glad we're all 
on board with this one. I was a little worried that one of you would be like, Sometimes I can't tell when Tyler likes something. (laughs) Yeah. Which is the crux of the anxiety that I feel about our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's a good note to end on. Yep. Uh, Follow us on social media. We got a Patreon. Okay. Goodbye. At ADC Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) And Facebook. Gavel sound? Deutschwach.